Well, when I first started reading this author, uh, I was actually enthralled in his work. He, uh, this guy's a master thriller writer. Uh, he, uh, he's the type of writer that uh, you think you're getting close to the answer. Um, and uh, just what happens in every Jeffrey Deaver novel, uh, the plot twists and turns at the very end. You never know what the hell's going on, which is why I like Jeffrey Deaver and which is why I like his latest book, Solitude Creek. How are you, man? Greg, good to talk to you again, my friend. As always, thank you. It's been uh, it's been a while, but uh, uh, we'll 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 get caught up here. So, Solitude Creek, baby, here we go. Um, we've got uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got Catherine Dance back, and uh, so uh, what's she dancing? <laughs> the the premise of Solitude Creek is as sick and twisted as all of my books, frankly, Greg, as you well know. Yes. Um, and it, it's it's simply this: the villain. You know, I like my heroes. I like Catherine. I like Lincoln Rhyme from the Bone Collector series. But mm-hmm. but you know, ask an author the truth, and we really love to create the bad guys. Well, the bad guy in Solitude Creek, whose name is Antioch March, he's a killer. We know that right up front. That's not a surprise. But he doesn't want to use a gun or a knife or a bomb to kill people. He wants to he wants to go one beyond that. He wants to use them against themselves. So what he does is he he sets up this situation where there'll be a big crowd. It might be a, a club or a, even more horrifying, a crowded elevator. And then he he confines them. He he locks the fire door and yells fire. Or he does something a little more subtle than that, but basically he yells fire. And there is no fire, but people don't know that, and they panic and they turn on themselves and they really become animals in effect uh, you know reason goes out the window completely and he's he's planned a whole bunch of these things and so Catherine dance has to um try to stop him so the book is as you were kindly saying earlier a typical diver book it moves very quickly lots of twists and turns and surprises and um maybe Catherine succeeds maybe she doesn't <laughs> and we're gonna have to read the book. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Shameless self promotion. <laughs> oh darn. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, um she's coming uh a few years late, right? I mean uh uh your last book was what, two thousand twelve or two thousand fourteen? Exactly. Um what I do is I alternate. I do a Lincoln one year, a Catherine the next, Lincoln one year, Catherine the next. No, that's not set in stone. It kind of jumps around a little bit. But the last Catherine dance was XO. Um, right. That was, I can't remember the year, but that was, I think, about two years ago. And, uh, in fact, now I'm working on a Lincoln for next year uh, and then a, a Catherine for the year after that. And it's a, a you know, a very, um, it's a good schedule because the the fans – Different kind of fan bases. Uh, I have, you know, probably 80% of my readers around the world like uh, any book I write, unless I were to really make a huge mistake and write something like Fifty Shades of Zombie Gray. Uh, <laughs> that They might not pick that one up, uh, nor would I, nor would I write that. Mm-hmm. But but basically, they want, the, they want a Deaver book, you know, the fast-paced kind of thing. Then that the other 20%, 20%, want Lincoln only, 20% want Catherine only. And uh, so I'm happy, I, you know, doing a lot of juggling, trying to keep everybody happy. I am delighted because I get to write books for a living. It doesn't matter to me what I write, but I just keep that in mind. And then I kind of throw out a um, standalone occasionally because 
you know, I want to do something, you know, something for the fun of it, for myself. Uh, I'll never neglect my reader's interests, but I, I'd like to do some fun things from time to time. Yeah. Well, speaking of fun things, um, I haven't I haven't listened to this yet, but uh, this is intriguing as hell to me. The Starling Project, which you did in 2014. This is yeah, a uh, yeah. audio uh, type uh, uh, project with sound and music and everything else, right? I mean, uh, you, you've got act, yeah. It was act. go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was we? very it was very fun to do. I was contacted by Audible dot com. Okay. Um, this goes back um, some years in conjunction with the International Thriller Writers mm -hmm. Association, which I'm a member of. Mm -hmm. And they um, said, Jeff, we, we'd like to do a serial novel to make money for the organization. Mm -hmm. And a serial novel is a fun idea. Uh, one author will write a first chapter and then hand that chapter off to another author who takes that story and develops it and it keeps going all the way, all the way along for maybe 15, 18 chapters. You can't do too many of them. They're not long novels. And I did it. I created a, uh, some uh, characters um, and a basic scenario, and the thing did very well. It was a, a download only. It was not a book. Ultimately, it was published. But basically, it was just a, an audio uh, project you could listen to. Mm -hmm. And uh, we did another one, and that was the benefit, again, for ITW. Mm -hmm. And uh, then Audible came to me and said, uh, well, Jeff, um, why don't we do a for-profit one now, a commercial project? And I said, sure, that sounds good to me. And I got permission from ITW, although I own the characters, the copyright to the characters in my chapter. But as a courtesy, I wanted to make sure it was okay with them. And they said, oh, good publicity for us. Go right ahead. Hmm. And uh, out came the Starling Project, which is a about a four-hour, I call it a radio play, basically, starring Alfred Molina. Mm -hmm. uh, the great, uh, mm -hmm. the great actor that uh, your your listeners may know from, uh, you know, of course Spider Man, but he's been in many many mm -hmm. fine uh, fine uh, movies and stage plays, and uh, and about eighteen or nineteen other actors who voiced. Get this, Greg. This is cool. Hmm. Eighty characters. Yeah, I, I I'm not that. an actor, but but yeah, it's just amazing how they can shift their voices and become different people, and then also. It was great fun. Explosions, machine guns, all yeah. kinds of fun stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. When I when I uh, popped this up on your website, it, it was very intriguing because I, uh, you know, you're, we we both grew up during the fifties and uh, and sixties. Right. But you know, prior to the fifties, uh, we had radio hour, and uh, this I uh, always intrigued about uh, about about these actors and uh, how they how they. Um, uh, transform themselves into these characters, and and I can't wait to listen to this damn thing because I love these types of of um, uh, audible uh, programs that 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 actually make your mind think. I mean, there's one, you know, there's one thing of reading it, reading something and trying to build pictures, but boy, when you add sound, I mean, the whole thing just comes alive. And, isn't uh, it funny how vivid it becomes? Isn't because that? I. In preparing for this, I, I listened to, oddly enough, on um, uh, satellite radio, there's an old, uh, it's like a classic radio channel. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know how to find these things otherwise, mm -hmm. but it's like serious radio. I have it in my car. And it's a, and I listened to, like, Gunsmoke. Now, honestly, I didn't know Gunsmoke 
well, of course, of our era. I think I'm a little older than you are, but I but you probably remember James Arness. And oh yeah, the, absolutely. That, that whole crowd. Well, I didn't know it was a radio show before television was even invented. And uh, then there's the Thin Man and a lot of comedy too. Yeah. And they use some uh, a lot of sound effects, and it was very very helpful to me to get a sense of um, how you well, for instance, describe things. You know, what does a character look like? And you'd have to say something like, uh, well, he. Uh, yeah, I, I noticed that yeah, that's a pretty good-looking suit he's in. Or you've got to follow the fellow with the long blonde hair, yeah. <laughs> um, and now we have an image of it. But uh, there are a lot of tricks you have to do to pull off something like that. Sure, sure. I still listen to uh, you know NPR and Prairie Home Companion, you know, on the weekends. Oh yeah, yeah. They have these lives of the cowboys. <laughs> yeah, man, little five ten-minute skits. I mean, they're insane. They're they're very cool. Yeah, and uh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. They seem to they seem to just trigger something in my brain, which allows me to see this thing in action which uh sometimes i have trouble uh, uh with writers if if writers don't write in a uh in a sequential uh, pictorial movie style like you do uh it's hard for me you know me to understand uh and and to comprehend well and i think it's i i I've, I've been as influenced by movies as i have by books and i think sure. that's important uh in telling my kind of story you know popular commercial fiction if i were Writing some kind of literature, maybe that's not the case. But I, I don't, I don't do that. I just, I write shoot 'em ups, roller coasters. That's what I call them. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love your roller coasters. <laughs> well, hey, um, what's going on? Uh, oh, okay, you're on this big, big uh, book tour with uh, Solitude Creek. You're going to be hopping around the country, and mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you, we, we talked a couple minutes ago about uh, you've got, uh, um, you. You've got a another novel coming out. Uh, Catherine's going to follow the year after, um, and you you write one book a year typically. I know you wrote a couple, you know, like three or four in, in twelve or oh nine or something. But mm-hmm. you, you typically write one book. So, um, can you give us a little uh, 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 taste of what's coming up uh, for twenty sixteen? Sure. Yeah, I always look for. Um, ways to scare the heck out of my readers for mm-hmm. instance you know the bone collector you get into a uh, a taxi cab mm-hmm. and <laughs> the um the door locks don't work you're trapped in there and then in solitude creek you go into a crowded venue and the 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 doors the exit doors might work or they might not work well in this the new lincoln rhyme book i am obsessed with this idea that the everyday things that we um, we buy and we have in our house can turn against us, mm-hmm. and I'll have to let it go at that, Greg, because it's, I've got so much in, in store, so much horror in store for uh, people who think they leave, uh, live in very comfortable, safe surroundings. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just ruin their 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 contentment. I, I I live for that. You understand? Yeah, I do understand. You like to you like to shake people up, man, uh, which is yeah, which is exactly. very cool because I like I like to shake people up. Also, it's it's part of my nature. Exactly. Yeah, I like to I like to mess with people's heads, and and you are one of the best people that uh, have this ability to mess with people's heads. I, I'm a good I'm a good messer. Is you are a good like messer, like man. I was gonna. I'm a great messer. You're a cool. great messer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, you know, damn it, we've got only about two minutes left. Um, so where you been? Uh, I know that you travel. Uh, you get your feet on the ground when you when you start to develop a book and a character. So uh, where yeah. have you been? Well, 
Yeah, well, I've been uh, just got back from England, Scotland, and Ireland, and mm. and here's a here's, here's a funny story for you. So I'm all excited to do uh, the media for a, a book event. You know, sure. it's very important, sure. of course. And uh, so I land right in the middle of the British elections, <laughs> and as we know, in 2016 or the last election, of course, right. um, the week of the election, all the media is focused on who's going to be president or over there, prime minister and the parties. Sure. Um, and so I, I did a fair amount of media. You know, it was a very good tour. met lots of fans. It was a great trip. I always love it over there. But I'm, I'm thinking, um, oh, what, what about the difference between American politics and British politics? Right now, I come back to this country, we're already talking about the 2016 election. And it's, it's pretty much nonstop in the media. Yeah. In in. England, Scotland, and Ireland, the campaign really started like only a month or two months before mm -hmm. the election. And so now I'm thinking, of course, I'm talking to wonderful journalists like you and so forth. There's still plenty of media opportunities. But in America, as we get closer and closer to the election, all the news shows are going to be focused on that. And it's over a year away. I yeah. just can't get over that. Well, you know, we we could probably do better if we uh, uh, take some direction from uh, Cameron. I mean, I, I like David Cameron myself. I, I think he's done a yeah, hell of a yeah, job. Yeah, good he's man. Straight shooter and uh, all that crap. Anyway, uh, damn it, we'll get back. We'll get into that some at some other point, uh, Jeff. Um, I think we're going to have to clock out of here, and uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm going to have to. Uh, read some more of your past books <laughs> unfortunately because okay well that sounds well that sounds great and uh, and greg we gotta put we gotta get together at some point man it's gonna happen definitely i sure hope so um but that will be another discussion <laughs> folks, okay. folks all right you take care solitude creek jeffrey deaver buy the damn book it's excellent see you later man ciao okay take care bye-bye bye-bye